0: Welcome to Real Estate Success. I'm your host, Mina Badros. here today with Mark Carr. Uh, Mark is the team partner of the CCY team at Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, Mark, great to have you here today. What's up, my man? How are you? Good, good. How are you doing today? Not too
1: bad. It's a Monday, so we're getting moving. So.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, Mark, I want people to kind of get to know who you are first before we <laughs> dive into business. Uh, without mentioning any of your professional accomplishments, can you tell people a little bit about yourself?
1: yeah I, I'll, I'll do my best so um pretty pretty straightforward i'm just uh, just a kid that was born and raised in york county pennsylvania um there's about 400,000 of us here in york york pa uh, i'm the youngest of eight kids so i got a big yeah. old family which uh framed a lot of my growing up and even to this day all of us are pretty close um have two kids uh here's probably my craziest uh Stat is we have seven dogs. Oh, wow. (laughs) Seven dogs, two cats, and a snake. So um, it's a full house. It is an active car family household. Yes. So, (laughs) so, uh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, as as far as that's concerned, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty much me.
0: Awesome. Well, Mark, you had a great real estate career and, and still going. Um, real quick question what do you do now in real estate? So right
1: now, basically, um, I'm one of three partners of a team here at Berkshire Hathaway, uh, home sale realty. Um, I'm still day to day operations in terms of buying and selling, representing buyers and sellers to the transaction. Um, also, you know, overseeing our team process, uh, all of our agent production, um, you know, all that fun. basically wearing a bunch of hats at one time, but, uh, but my main day to day is still by working with buyers and sellers out in the marketplace.
0: Awesome. Now I know you had a pretty strong start. Uh, you all were also rookie of the year, and you know your career has evolved since. Can you take us real quick, kind of through the the journey of your real estate career and kind of how it has uh, evolved since you begun? A journey is
1: a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> word.
0: So it's been. Uh,
1: this is actually my 27th year of selling real estate. So I got started back in 1995 came right out of college um, actually have a pre-law degree from LaSalle University which is down in Philadelphia um, didn't go the route of going to law school I was too anxious to make some money and get out there and and you know make a make a living so but it took off for me 1995 I was the rookie of the year here in New York County um, I was 22 at the time which I was the youngest to do that which was pretty neat because in this business I think the average age is 54 I think the average realtor is a 54 so Right, so when right. you're 22, uh, running around with a bunch of 54-year-olds, it's a little, you know, it's a little intimidating, but uh, but I fought through it. Um, and I really just saw the sky was the limit. Then as I moved my career on, ended up, another highlight was in 2006, I sold 21 million in residential sales by myself, which was a record here in New York County, um, which again, was pretty fun. That was a boom when the market was going really well, but uh, but our average sale price at the time, I think was like around 165, 170,000. So it wasn't wow. okay. like I'm in Southern California selling million dollar property. So right. it was, needless to say, uh, my car was running pretty good. But, um, and then from there, i just progressed. I, I sort of saw the value in building a team and I wanted to build a team a little bit different than everybody else. And so I built my team in 2010 as sort of like a law firm, like a partnership. So I brought on two of my good friends in the business, who were doing a lot of real estate from another company and they shared the same vision I had. And so in 2010, we built a partnership called the uh, CCF team and uh, we took off right away, did really did a ton of branding, ton of marketing, a lot of social media, a lot of TV billboards, different things. And we ended up starting to get nationally ranked for Berkshire Hathaway, which again, if you kind of backpedal a little bit, I'm just a, a little kid here from Dallastown, Pennsylvania. Uh, Growing up and I'm on the national stage at the Berkshire Hathaway Convention, standing beside people from Chicago, Newport Beach, you know, California, people from Las Vegas, Nevada. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So um, but uh, and and so through about the last 12 years now, we've just continued to build off of that success. And uh, so just looking forward to keep rocking and rolling. Awesome.
0: Uh, Great story. Thank you for sharing. Uh, As a rookie agent, what attributed to your success then you think?
1: So I think one of the biggest things that when I was getting started in the business was I was just a sponge for information. I I really gravitated towards learning financing. I learned how mortgages worked, how to get people financed, how to get people pre-approved. And I really didn't let Any type of parameters hold me back because, again, what was kind of neat when I was younger, uh, a lot of my friends were getting to the same age where they're getting their career started and they wanted to buy houses. And, you know, I wanted to work around the traditional, oh, you need 20 percent down to buy and, you know, you need all this, this and this and sort of just got creative with marketing and financing. And um, and it really took off for me. So I started out as a strong buyers represent, you know, buyers agent but I saw the value in turning my career towards, you know, representing sellers. And, um, so as I got more and more with buyers, obviously that got me located with more and more sellers. And so, um, but really one of the true secrets to my success was just learning as much as I possibly could really just soaking in all different types of personalities and styles from a lot of the top producers at the time and really just creating my own sort of, presentation and how I wanted to represent, you know, buyers and sellers out there. So.
0: Awesome. What about with what you do now? What do you think is a strong uh, attribute that contributes to your success at this level?
1: So probably this, probably the strongest thing for me right now is my name recognition and the brand and my reputation that I've built over the 27 years. Um, I'm still very, very active in marketing, advertising. I love I'm not very complacent, so I don't sort of sit on my my uh, heels too much. So learning, you know, trying to stay ahead of the curve on a lot of the trends and techniques. But I think one of the biggest things to my success right now is what the sort of the brand and the name recognition and being top of mind for a lot of the people that are out there when they're ready to buy and sell so that my name comes you know right to the top. So I think that's probably what's motivating a lot of people right now to connect up with me.
0: Awesome, I love that. Um, you know, you had a long career in real estate, and you said you wear quite a few hats. Uh, <clears throat> what role do you think is the most rewarding or meaningful to you right now? It's it's still it's still the day to day with with buyers and sellers. I,
1: you know, it's interesting. A lot of people say to me, um, a lot of my clients, like, you know, your energy is this interesting. You know, you, you seem so excited to. Whether it's a hundred fifty thousand dollars sale or a half million dollars sale, um, I still love just the art of the deal. I love you know putting things together. I love being able to facilitate you know the transaction. Um, I think one of my unique techniques and one of my unique talents is when I work with sellers is getting their house ready for photos. You know, really getting in their present, getting it to the presentation part. You know, whether it's minor staging, whether it's overhaul, major staging. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think you know it's just. People seem to uh, be, I don't know if it's amazed or astonished, but uh, they they like the energy that I bring to the transaction.
0: Awesome. I love that. Now, you spoke about the art of the deal, and I know one of your strong suits is, is negotiation, right? And uh, for the Asians out there, I teach a negotiation class, uh, R.E.M.E. Okay. the real estate negotiation expert. And um, <clears throat> it was funny, kind of during the, the craze of the market, people said, well, we're not really negotiating before we got to what really negotiation is. Um, what advice would you give to agents that haven't been through, you know, other crashes or slowdowns uh, as we go through maybe a market shift uh, on, on negotiations? You know, it's
1: it's actually a, it's a great question because. You know, you would think that there's this magical formula that you could use and, and teach and apply to, you know, the, the negotiation process. But in, in reality, it's really putting yourself in that person's, you know, place. You know, rep, when you're representing that buyer, that seller, really putting yourself in their position and treating them as if they were one of your family members, one of your friends, even if it's yourself, you know. So the key in what I've found successful with, my negotiations is I'm giving my clients three different options of how to, how to attack the the negotiation process. And rather than just one, you know, all in, you know, you know, full steam ahead, I'm going to give them really three different options, how to approach it. And I think a lot of people enjoy that because it gives them sort of some control in the process as well. And I think if a lot of agents could learn how to give their clients some, some choices and some different insights as opposed to them just one, you know, full steam ahead process, I think they would find themselves to be a lot more successful in the process.
0: I fully agree. One thing we talk about in negotiation class is uh, expanding the range of options for your client, right? And yep. the more options you can have on the table, uh, the more effective uh, representation you can provide, right? Yep. Awesome. Um, What is one thing you would say that you've done that have had the biggest impact on your real estate career?
1: Probably the biggest impact on my career is just continually learning and knowing that I don't know everything. You know, once people I've watched it and it doesn't mean it's an older agent uh, in terms of their age, it could be their years in the business but I've watched so many agents get sort of just stuck in their own way or get real complacent with how they do things. And I think that's the kiss of death in real estate. I mean, this industry is changing. I almost want to say daily. It feels like it's changing daily, but I mean, it's changing by the month and definitely by the year. And if you don't change your style and your approach and your mode of doing business, I think you're going to be left, you know, on the sidelines. So I think one of the biggest impacts, to my career is really never getting you know complacent with my technology, with my techniques, with my approach. Uh, you know, I think he's still. You always need to be learning. I, 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 I'm I'm a full full supporter of that.
0: I love that. What well, what is it that you do uh, currently to uh, you know to get that done, or what can agents do to uh, you know stay on on the edge of that? So, you know, for me, I'm watching a lot of stuff, whether it's
1: online, whether it's connecting with apps like Inman, um, or whether it's watching a lot of, you know, whether motivational speakers or again, with the beauty of the internet and the beauty of, you know, doing things like this, we have access to so many different points of view and not just in our area, but across the country and even outside of our country. And so I'm looking at People, um, you know that I that I align with, you know, again, coaches, you know, um, Tom Fairies of the world, you know, anything like that. Watching and listening, and just again, opening your mind and seeing, you know, what other options are out there. I think it's going to help a lot of people grow.
0: Awesome. Um, how did the real estate business, and, and you can talk about more specific your market, changed? from the time that you started till to, to now, uh, as far as your, your practice as an agent? So, you know, it, it's really
1: locally. So York, again, so sort of where I'm at in York, Pennsylvania, we're historically a very rural area, um, but we sit about 40 minutes north of Baltimore, Maryland, and we're about 40 minutes south of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is our capital. And we're about, uh, maybe about an hour and a half two hours from Philadelphia. But, you know, when I first started in real estate, we had very little influx of, you know, people moving into the area and moving out of the area. And to this day, now we have huge amounts of people coming in, you know, uh, from outside of the area, um, job transfers, growth, you know, your county has grown tremendously from the day that I started till today. And, um, you know, so that's it, you know, that's one of the things that's just changed so much in this business. Um, and so, and you've got to change your approach because again, when I started in 1995, you know, we were just like this little old place, you know, going through and now, I mean, we're hustling and bustling, which is pretty cool. So
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Mark, uh, I know you spoke at the you know, National Convention for your brokerage multiple times. Yep. Um, one of the topics you spoke about was uh, stealth marketing and kind of using Facebook uh, to connect with, with your database or your network. Uh, can you give us just a little synopsis about that? I can. And, and and maybe that's kind of a,
1: I mean, that's a trendy word or a way to describe it. But right. one of my secrets to my success was how I utilized Facebook to get my name out and to you know, really build a, build, you know, a book of business from Facebook to me. And again, the same concept I I'm, I'm doing things that I sort of want to see or, or how I would want to be advertised to. I mean, the one thing that I hate more than anything is just when realtors just post a link to their listing on their Facebook page. I mean, you know, and it's bland and it's boring and you got to go through like eight different steps to get to it what I found to be successful was a lot of people out there that aren't really associated with real estate, they like to learn the ins and the outs, like almost kind of the behind the scenes of what goes on in the real estate, you know, industry. And so what I did was I do some handheld videos of when we're doing drone footage, you know, for a new listing, or, you know, if I'm going on a, on a showing and there's, you know, crazy, you know, just conditions or, you know, just like weird wallpaper or just, you know, real, like, just some unusual stuff. And utilizing that was just a great way, not only to give some cool content when you're on Facebook, but also to keep your name in front of people and to know like when they're thinking of real estate, hey, they're thinking of Mark Carr, you know? And if I'm looking to buy, you know, they're thinking, oh, I just saw something cool that Mark did, or, you know, that's crazy. He just went to this one listing appointment and there's an eight foot Python, you know, in this cage and, you know, just different stuff like that. Um, And that was one of the great ways that, I utilized Facebook to market to my my sphere of influence without sort of shoving it down their throat. Like every brand new listing that I got or, you know, award that I got, you know, I, I gave different different styles of content.
0: But that, that's, that's awesome. Uh, like uh, behind the scenes of uh, what's going on, you know, yeah. in real estate and as a realtor. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: because honestly, man, here, here's one kind of funny thing. I think people think like we just, uh, we all make a million dollars a piece and we all have these beautiful, you know, Armani suits and drive these big $150,000 automobiles. And, you know, and maybe that's our fault that sometimes we project that. But a lot of times, man, if I went and showed you my trunk right now, my car, I've got a wet one, wipes, I've got screwdrivers, I've got, you know, duct tape, you know, I mean, and we're doing stuff, you know, that's people are like, holy macro, I didn't think you knew how to do that. But, you know, we're
0: we're <laughs> we, we roll our sleeves up, right? <laughs> we do, yeah. I mean, we clean up nice, but I tell you what, we're not afraid to get dirty. So for sure, Mark, if uh, you were starting your real estate career today, uh, current economy, modern technology, um, what is one thing you would focus on as a new agent?
1: So it's actually, you know, what that's funny that you're asking me this question because this is something that I spoke about at the Nashville convention uh, a couple years ago, just right right before COVID. It was a topic of, you know, do you join a team getting into real estate or do you go out to be an individual, you know, to get into it? If I was getting into real estate right now, I think the value. Now, of course, this sounds a little self-serving because I have a team, but I think the value of finding somebody in the real estate business that you seem to align with most would be a great way to get started and finding a mentor, somebody who can show you the ropes. Um, this industry is difficult because it's a lot of trial and error. There's really no perfect blueprint or, you know, uh, secret to success. Every area is different. Every, you know, brokerage is different. And so finding somebody that you can align with, that you can learn from uh, I think would save you tons of trial and error, tons of frustration uh, and really kind of, you know, get you on uh, a fast track to success. And I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't
0: express that enough. Awesome. So I know kind of along with that topic, whether you are you know, a solo agent or join or build a team or a brokerage, yep. uh, there's a lot of agents that kind of go for their broker license. And in that course, I'm uh, still trying to figure out their options, right? Do I just yep. continue being a top producer? Do I create a team? Do I create a brokerage? Uh, what's your, your insight on that and kind of from your past uh, keynotes and stuff?
1: you know, I think it, I think it really boils down to what's your goal, what's your long-term goal. Um, and, and, you know, and, and one thing that, you know, is interesting and, and probably we're talking about my successes in that, but one of my biggest failures in this real estate business was not setting my goals soon enough in, in this business. And I, and I set a a dumb goal. I set a goal to be number one in York County, you know, um, that was my motivation. And And I, when I did it, there really wasn't this like great, you know, release of, of, you know, opportunities and and you know like millions of dollars at the end of the goal and stuff you know, like that. There wasn't so, a big
0: party. No, no,
1: nope. <laughs> no. I think I think I got like eight thousand plaques that are stuck in a box somewhere. That, <laughs> I, I wish they'd just give me the cash for it versus right. the forty bucks it cost them to build it. You know, but um, but one thing, you know, and and again, it's hard to define your goals in real estate because. As you just mentioned, I mean, you could be your own broker, you could be your own team leader, you could be, you could go into an appraiser, you know, aspect of it, you know, you could go into the lending aspect of it, you know, so there's so many things. I think what you need to do is you need to look at your totality of what your goal is, you know, and that's just not professional, but personal as well. And then once you set that, then I think you build back, you know, what your, what your plan of attack would be.
0: Hmm. Awesome. Um if you were kind of I know you started your team a little over a decade ago, if you were starting your team today, would you um, do anything different? Would you structure it any any different? So you know, that's always that's always interesting when you look back. I mean, yeah,
1: I mean, I think we would do a lot of things different, but um, but I really think I would do a lot of it the same. And again, and and we built our team. What was neat about it is I built my team with two partners. And they were two guys and or two people that you know, really, were similar to my style of selling, similar to my age bracket, similar to you know our sphere of influences and things like that, um, and you know, we really aligned with a lot of our our thoughts and our processes and our work ethics. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, there would be some things that I would do differently. It's really difficult in this market or in in the real estate industry as a team leader because as you mentioned earlier we wear so many different hats and so right. if i could be just the team leader and really be 100% focused on all of my team's success in their production and their day-to-day activities i would think we would be much more successful and i think my agents would 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 enjoy that a lot more but, but you have that disconnect a little bit because you still have to make a living and you know so you're still out there doing your own business in your sphere of influence And you have that. It's a delicate balance because your past clients are really your golden goose. I mean, your your past clients in your sphere are absolutely your golden goose in this business. And when you start to pass them off to other people, you have to be careful because they don't you don't want they don't want to feel uh, deserted by you or think that you're too successful or too big or that, oh, they're not buying a, a big enough house to get my time, so to speak. And so it's a delicate balance out there when, when you build a team.
0: Right now you mentioned that, uh, you know, you kind of uh, wanted to build your team differently, right? Um, what do you think sets your team apart in your marketplace or what is it that you, you know, promote in your team to kind of stand out in your marketplace?
1: So my, my number one philosophy when I built this team was, and one of my partners sort of laughed at me because of this term, I, I like the idea of collaboration and I call it the Lily pond effect. And here's what I mean by the lily pond effect. I was never great at, at like the hierarchy of me being a boss to somebody. I mean, I I say this 100% of the times that if you work with me not for me, you know, sure. that's that's really what my philosophy is. And you know, for me, the idea of collaboration is so vital and so valuable in real estate because again, there's not just a one shoe fits all mentality in real estate. There's so many different ways to be successful. And the more viewpoints and the more options and ideas that you have, I think it just builds, it makes you a stronger team and it makes you a more well-rounded team, you know, as opposed to just me starting at the top and just disseminating everything down. And so I use that lily pond effect. Like I love covering the pond with one little pad at a time, as opposed to just one big monster, you know, frog pad to jump onto. So, and I think that's what, what I try to push for on our team is make sure that my team agents are in the collaboration process or that their voices are heard just as much as mine is. Um, And then when they're out there marketing themselves, it's not the CCY team. It's really that agent with the power
0: of the CCY team behind them. That's really my philosophy. Awesome. Love it. Um, Mark, what's next for you as far as your real estate career? (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, oh gosh, this is great. I mean, I think I've had this conversation. So, um, you know, what's next for me? So I just turned 51 years of age. And, um, you know, of course, when I was 30, I thought I'd retire by 50 and I'd be sitting in the beautiful, like sun of like Tahiti or something. And uh, that that didn't quite work out, you know? So, um, so where I'm at is I've got two choices. Actually, I've got several choices, but I'm looking to really do another strong push really the next 10, 15, 20 years to just a strong push into real estate, reinvent, you know, continue to, you know, capitalize on my passion for the business. Um and just get out there and stay ahead of the pack, so to speak. And so and if you if you rest on your laurels too much in this business, they'll pass you by in a flash. I mean I think you're nodding your head the right way. You know? And so for me, what's next is seeing what are the trends of this industry, seeing, you know, what, what, where do I see this, this going? And there's some really great things I see, and there's some really scary things that I see about this industry. And, uh, you know, so I want to continue to keep forging ahead. So
0: awesome. Love it. Well, Mark, I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up. uh what is one piece of advice you would give to new agents?
1: Learn as much as you possibly can and be a sponge.
0: Awesome. How about seasoned agents?
1: Learn as much as you can and be a sponge (laughs) and don't get complacent in your old ways. Old ways don't work in this industry. You got to continue to be new.
0: Well, I was going to ask you, and this might be the same answer. What is that one big message you have for real estate professionals?
1: Know your value. Know your worth. You know we we sorry this isn't so rapid fire, but we we judge ourselves by commission structures too much, know our value and know what what you bring to the table and always you know continue to offer value to the clients.
0: love that if uh, if there was one person you would suggest I interview on the show, who would it be if uh, if a person comes to mind
1: Guy named anton Badris. He's amazing.
0: Uh, I know him very well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to, yeah, I want to see the interview of you two because I bet you there'd be some good content there that I don't know about, but,
0: uh, I, I might actually have to think about that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's but, awesome. uh,
1: You know, um, whew, boy off the top of my head. I'm not sure. Um, I think you're doing a great job, man. I, I mean, I, I've, I like the idea that you're looking for a variety of voices and a variety of content. Um, it just fits right in line with what I was talking about. Learn as much as you can listen to as much as you can. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I don't think any interviews, a bad interview, buddy. I think there's always some content you can get out of it.
0: Awesome. Love that. Well, Mark, thank you so much for your time and uh, for the great information, Uh, I'm sure uh, people are going to love this episode. So I thank you once again and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. See ya.